Welcome to Diamonds, Dugouts, and Days, the podcast presented by Under the Lights Sports and Entertainment. We are Lethbridge's only baseball podcast featuring stories from on the field and in the dugout. I'm your host, Tony Days. Now, you may have noticed that we rebranded just a little bit. We have a new look, a new name, new host, but same behind-the-scenes look at your local baseball community. Now, with more on that, it's time now to go to the in-stadium speak. We're joined by President and CEO Kevin Kwame. He's going to update us on what's going on in and around uh, the leagues here. So, uh, Kevin, when you're ready. Um, you know, I'm kind of excited. Uh, I'm going to be leaving this afternoon for Canmore to uh, attend the Little League Canadian Conference from uh, today through Sunday. And uh, they're doing some fundraising as well through uh, our online uh, 5050 provider, rafflebox.ca. And they're also doing an online auction at uh, 32auctions.com slash LLC 2020. Conference has some admin coaching and uh, administrative sessions going on. It's being done both uh, with a small uh, audience in person and then virtually, you know, around the country. So that's kind of going to wrap up everything we have in October and uh, kind of take us into the, you know, a quieter off season uh, through November and December. We're uh, not going to be doing. Uh, uh, the open house Christmas at Spitz Stadium this year, uh, another victim due to COVID. And, you know, we also had plans last year to do our first ever haunted house at Spitz Stadium, but that's been delayed to hopefully 2021 as well. Those type of things are planning, uh, uh, getting ready, signing some Bulls players that we're going to announce in the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, hoping for a real back to normal 2021 season. Uh, we'll see where that goes, but uh, all in all, it's still busy around the stadium and beyond, so uh, thanks for having me on. Perfect. Thanks, Kevin. Now, enough about us. I would like to introduce our guest for today, Brooks Bomber and Lethbridge Bulls alumnus. Now joining us on the podcast for the Lethbridge Bulls, the infielder, number three, Ashton Roy. Does that bring back memories, Ashton? Yes, it does. Thanks, thanks <laughs> for having me. Thank you for having That's me. That's awesome. Now, Ashton, you're from Garson, Ontario, currently a student at New Mexico Highlands University. Played infield for the Lethbridge Bulls in 2018-2019, batting average of 311 between the two regular seasons and the playoffs. Now, we're going to talk about your batting average in just a little bit. It's stellar. You grew up in a two-sport uh, household. You played hockey during your, uh, your youth, I think, and then you switched to playing baseball uh, when you were introduced to the Okotoks Dogs Academy. Um, now, you are... Are you in Las Vegas or New Mexico, or is there actually a Las Vegas, New Mexico? There is actually a Las Vegas, New Mexico. Seriously? And does what happened in that Las Vegas stay in that Las Vegas, or is it just fair game? Uh, fair game. It's uh, oh. a, little, a little different, I would say. Yeah, I would say so, too. All right, so um, first I want to ask you, you are going to university. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit, but... Are you playing baseball? Because obviously up here, uh, thanks to COVID-19, we had not seen a return to baseball this year. Uh, so what are you doing down there? Uh, we just started practice on October 10th, and uh, we've been doing like nine guys per coach. So we have three coaches, so we can basically have a whole team and we can practice and scrimmage. And we'll, we'll run from October 10th all the way to the, till November 20th and then head home for Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving break, and then hey. come back after Christmas break. 
So what's been keeping you busy? Because, I mean, obviously, right, uh, you know, this thing hit mid-March and, and no season. So um, is this the first time that you've stepped on the ball diamond in, you know, since the last season? Or what's what's been keeping you busy down there? Uh, the field's actually been open to us. So we've been able to go out and practice and do our own work. And uh, actually, since March, I went home and uh, – I just ended up working uh, on my uncle's farm and me and my, uh, me and my old man got to hit baseballs and throw. And it was actually a great time. We got to tone it down from serious baseball and, you know, get to bond a little bit. It was really good. I enjoyed it. And now it's kicking up into gear. You know, it's funny you say that a lot of people I think have kind of, um, re, uh, how do you say it? They, they've, they've, they've kind of gone back to a lot of the stuff that I don't think they, they, you know, they've known in a long time, just because life, you know, over the years has got so busy. And, and, um, like you say, it's, it's kind of nice to get back to that, that grassroots where you're just basically going out there and, and, uh, you know, I mean, we've all played that baseball game where you start at first base and you rotate around and, you know, when you're done, you're done, you get out, you bat and just to be able to get back to that must be a little refreshing. eh? Yeah, it was great. Uh, I've been gone away from home for a, for a while, so it was good to spend time with, you know, my mom, my dad, and I got to see my sisters as well, and uh, it was good. It was good. I got to, you know, I really cherish it. I'm a little older now. Uh, it reminds me of uh, the, the Cats in the Cradle song, where uh, yeah. me and my old man got to just put everything aside and hang out before, you know, more life gets involved, like more big decisions, so it was good. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, talk a little bit about university. What are you, uh, other than starting to play baseball again, what are, you, what are you taking down there? You just you finished a quiz in some class that I've never heard of, and um, which doesn't mean a whole lot because, you know, I'm in media. So, uh, uh, But what are you taking down there? Uh, health education with uh, a minor of psychology. Um, I ended up just getting my associate's degree over the, over the COVID break in March all the way to August. I got my, uh, I transferred credits from my junior college in Pratt, Kansas, and I uh, uh, finally got my bachelor's, so I got that over, or my, uh, uh, my associates got that over, and I'm on, uh, moving towards my bachelor's, so I have uh, this semester and one more semester, and I should, uh, should qualify and get it. Play baseball, and you're smart, man. That's a, that's a double whammy right there. Um, talk a little bit about growing up. Uh, two-sport athlete. You started off in hockey and then switched to baseball. Um, what was it about the ball diamond that was just a little bigger draw than the hockey rink? Uh, I played hockey all my, like, until I was 16, 17. Uh, I know in Alberta the draft is, I won't believe it's Bantam for, yep. uh, w, for WHL. And yep. uh, in Ontario, the OHL is your uh, midget year, so 16. And uh, after my midget year, uh, there was no dra- I didn't get drafted. A few of my buddies had went, and uh, no calls. And uh, I always played baseball in the summer and lifted weights and just worked out. And um, uh, it was just more of a pastime, you know. Guys play lacrosse and stuff, but baseball is fun. My dad always had me in it. It was uh, I was pretty good at it as well. And uh, you know, after after the draft didn't work. I was just going to school and I was working and uh, I got a call from Okotoks and they said, Hey, I saw some film of you hitting. Uh, how would you fly out here and check out the facility? And 
I flew out and uh, I actually never came back. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay. So where did we end up from Okotoks? For those of us who don't know, where did we end up from Okotoks to Lethbridge? What was that kind of transition? You want the whole college or do you want how I got from Okotoks to Brooks to Lethbridge. Yeah, just kind of give us the Coles Notes version of, of when you came out here. I mean, obviously, Okotoks was interested in you, but you kind of, right, there's a couple of stops along the way before, you know, you played for the Bulls for the last two years. Uh, I got to always watch college games when I was out there, and it was great. Uh, it was always great baseball watching, you know, Lethbridge play in Okotoks, going to Medicine Hat. Like, I've seen a lot of the WNBL play, and uh, after my freshman year in Kansas, uh, Brooks, it was, I believe it was her second year in the league. And uh, one of the owner's sons played in Okotoks and was like, hey, do you want to play in Brooks? So I played in Brooks and it was great. Uh, great season. It was fun. Uh, and then they, uh, they gave me my release. And that's when Jesse Sawyer gave me the call and was like, would you mind coming playing for Lethbridge? And, uh, I was like, yeah, for sure. It's beautiful out there. And I never look back. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking to the coach right now about coming back for uh, next year as well. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, and obviously, right, coming here was a, was a big step for you. It was great for the Bulls. Um, we mentioned your, your batting average, but your batting average, especially in the playoffs, uh, let's see, 2018, it was a whopping 412. And then last year, you ended the, uh, the playoffs at 318. Um, those are two pretty good averages, man. Um, is there, I mean, I know, I know that there's really no magic formula. Like sometimes you just see the ball, sometimes you feel the bat. Um, but for any young players out there who are struggling at the plate, um, anything you can tell them to maybe make it a little easier? Uh, what I always say is hitting is, is already hard as it is why don't you just make it easy and when playoffs come around that's it I feel like that's the easiest time to play it's the most important games of the season and uh you know why not push for a championship see how far you can go and uh all the work that you've done in the 50 games before just it just all goes around your your playoff mentality I would say Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's usually what I think about it. Yeah, and I mean, good on you, right? Like a lot of guys put that postseason pressure on and they grab the bat a little tighter and it doesn't quite work out as well as it obviously did for you. But um, as the in-game host, you know, a lot of times I'm hanging around the dugout there and um, obviously it was, by and large, a really loose group, right? Like there was a lot of laughter coming from the dugout, a lot of characters on the team, Um you know, game nights, it was tough to differentiate sometime between game nights and practice just because of everything going on in the dugout. But a lot of fun, I guess, eh, by the team being had? Yes, it was. it's a blast. I love it yeah. there. Especially, like, uh, I don't know. In Okotoks, we had a clubhouse, and it was nice. But that it wasn't the WNBL, like, when I was playing Okotoks. It was, you know, black, red, white, all that. It, uh, you know, when you get a group of guys in a locker room, you know, game at seven o'clock you know you get there at noon like you're there at noon with the guys music's playing you're talking about the night before or if you have a day off the next day what's what you guys doing the next day let's get the win yeah. let's have fun 
it's a blast. I, I, uh, it's, it's by far my funnest memories and times in baseball is playing in Lethbridge. Now, just out of curiosity, tell for the, for those fans who, I mean, when you come here to watch a Bulls game, uh, you see the team getting the diamond ready before the game. Uh, you know, if there's a if there's a rain delay, it's the players who go out and get the tarp and ro- like, you know, it's it's really hands on. You're not just you know a ball player. You're 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 maintenance and you're everything else out there. Is that just kind of a, a Lethbridge Bulls thing, or is that across the the Western Canadian League, or is that just across the you know college university ranks? I believe most most places teams pull the tarp and, you know, paint the lines and all that and usually contribute. And uh, I believe it's, it's, it comes from character. You know, I know there's not, not, not all, you know, 30, 40 guys are pulling the tarp or raking the infield, but, you know, there's a select hand few that are there every day painting the bags and uh, it just comes down to character and discipline. And, uh, uh, you know, Wheatley is uh, coach Wheatley is, uh, is, um, number one with that ever since I joined the Bulls he wasn't a coach that year and uh then he was and he was always cutting the grass always always working on the field he was uh you know a guy to look up to with maintenance and uh just putting in hard work putting your boots on and going to work that's awesome and that'll bode you well in the years to come too I guarantee that um give us a couple of good memories from your time here in Lethbridge obviously hopefully it's not done and we'll get to that in a second but um some good memories, not only from the ball diamond, but also from the city in Southern Alberta. Oof. That are, you know, it's a podcast, so we don't need to be, you know, G-rated, but still. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a quick story about me. We, we had clinched playoffs, and I believe, I believe we beat Okotoks. We were in the playoffs. We were, we were actually just getting in the playoffs. We were going to play Med Hat, and before we – before we played Med Hat, we beat Okotoks at home. And I remember coming in the clubhouse and uh, we got the music going and we're all fired up like, yeah, like day off and then, you know, going into playoffs. And the bull's head is sitting in the clubhouse. <laughs> so I got my towel on ready to jump in the shower. Music's playing and I got the bull's head on, dancing <laughs> on a club clubhouse, his shirt off, towel on. Like, I think that was great. All the guys were dancing. Sawyer was in there dancing. Luke was dancing. I think that was a good one. Gordo came in and he was dancing. I think that was good, too. How did you last, man? That thing stinks so much, doesn't it? <laughs> it's horrible. Well, at least you were hitting the shower after that. So, um, Okay, so, uh, you know, again, fans have seen you play second, play third, play short. Like, you guys kind of rotated around a little bit. Uh, favorite position? If you had to, like, what do you, you know, when you make the majors, what are we going to see you playing? I'd love to play second. Second is, I believe, a, a position for me. I'm not, uh, I'm not a Dylan Borman. I'm not six four. You know, that's a guy that sits on a corner. He's going to drive in his runs. He's going to hit his home runs. He's going to make all the plays. He's a big body. Uh, that's. I see myself as second base, and it's fun. You're in a lot of plays, double plays. Uh, cuts and stuff. I, I really enjoy second. Assuming this madness is over, uh, are we going to see you play in second here next season here in Lethbridge? I believe so, yeah. I, uh, I have to talk it over with my family. That's what I uh, discussed with the coach. And uh, we'll just go from there, I believe. Uh, 
uh, hopefully everything clears up and we can we can have a full season. Plus, Alberta beats the hell out of Ontario, you know, just saying. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> uh, tried to text you the uh, the password for the Zoom meeting today, and your name came up on the phone as Harper Laquisha. Harper Laquisha? Harper Laquisha. Is that on our end or is that on your end? I had that's, to ask. That's got to be on your end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to check my phone here. Maybe I got something backwards that I shouldn't have here. Let's just move on after that. Okay, so Harper, we're going to have to leave it here for now. I want to thank you so much for... No, Ashton. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it was a blast to, to see you again. Uh, obviously, we missed you this summer, and all the best in your not only your, your, uh, your season down there, but also your studies down there. I know both are very important to you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. All right. Take care and hope to see you this summer, man. All right. Now, to learn more about Ashton Roy, you can go check out his player profile on Point Streak. Follow him on Twitter at TheKingRoy24. Now, this week in player development, we're going to talk about Evan Elliott. Plus, we're going to have an update on our new PBA pitching staff with Coach Todd Hubka. Take it away, Hubs. Thank you, Tony. This week, we'll be talking about the new pitching coaches with Prairie Baseball Academy, uh, Dustin Mulliken and, and Rhett Vesser. This summer, we decided that uh, with Prairie Baseball Academy, we needed to add uh, some pitching depth in the coaching category, and and uh, we reached out on on social media and the internet just to uh, to see what what type of people that might want to be interested in coaching at Prairie Baseball. And a couple of alumni reached back to us, and 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 they included uh, Dustin Mulliken, who everyone knows pitched in the in the big leagues with the Detroit Tigers and, and Rhett Vesser, uh, who spent a couple years with us and uh, went over to uh, Europe and pitched professionally in Australia. Very happy to have those guys uh, with, the, with the Prairie Baseball Academy. They're bringing a lot of, of knowledge and on-field knowledge and also new technology knowledge. You know, we're inside the weight room and throwing programs and weighted ball programs. So we're really excited with the, the direction our, our pitching is going this year and uh, going into the springtime with the arms that we've recruited this year. Um, very excited. A couple of those arms that we think are going to you know, ha- have a chance to be even maybe drafted this, this coming year in July are uh, the Evan Elliott kid out of Ontario, uh, who's been a standout so far, uh, throwing 92, 94 miles an hour with a wipeout slider. Um, another kid, uh, Cam Thixon, who's a, a redshirt sophomore here from uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, had Tommy John surgery coming back from Tommy John. Uh, he's throwing a couple bullpens and is, uh, you know, pitching in the low 90s in his in his bullpens now. And you know, along those lines, and then you add the guys that were here last year: uh, Maddie Cole and Kyle Pops, Aaron Gartner, Jordan Calababa. We think our pitching staff this year uh, is going to be uh, is going to be one of our strengths, um, and it shows in our World Series games that we're playing this fall. Um, so hopefully they keep developing throughout the winter with our with our great coaches that we have, and looking forward to the springtime. Thanks, Coach Hub. Really looking forward to seeing what these guys can do. 
All right. We want to thank you for joining us for Diamonds, Dugouts, and Days, the podcast. Our next episode is going to be out Thursday, November 5th. We're going to be talking to PBA's Kyle Popst and Michael Schwab, along with coach and former MLB pitcher Dustin Mulliken. They're going to join us for some player. He's going to join us for some player development news. So looking forward to that. November 5th, that's a Thursday. Mark it down. For now, thanks for listening. I'm Tony Days, and we'll see you in a few days. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> Uh, it could only get better.